Welcome to the Iron Man Talk Epic Camp Reports, Day 5, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to day 5 of Epic Camp Report for Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Isles. We've both washed our hair, haven't we? Yeah, <laughs> We're looking a little bit fluffy. Bit of- Microphone head going on. I'd have to say, mate, your, your, room, your room's a bit of a disgrace. Well, we've got a new nickname for Bevan with farty pants. Comes oh, into my room, the next one rips. Yeah, but then what do you do straight afterwards? Yeah, well, retaliation. <laughs> got to equalise the situation. <laughs> retaliation. Uh, so the camp is brought to you, well, the Iron Man Talk on Epic Camp is brought to you by Head. Which produces awesome bike gear and bikes. Yeah, high five. Uh, best sports nutrition in the world. And for those who are in New, Ze- New Zealand, go to fifthelement.co.nz and the rest of yours, do a Google search. And, or go to epiccamp.com and there's a link through to oh, there the you high go. five site. Yep. Uh, Blue 70. Yep, best wetsuits. Fuel belt. Uh, best belts for fuel. Oomph. Oomph. Best clothing. And coffees of Hawaii. And we actually interview Albinator for today's oh, show. Right. Mm, bloody, yeah, bloody Albinator. Bloody the bloody. Now, tell, tell, why do you say that, John? Albinator's he's not giving up. He's pushing all the way to the finish. He's, you, you were getting he's comfortably that, in yellow now, and he's yeah. going to stay in the yellow. You now. had that glint in your eye, didn't you? I thought I could get it. He didn't say he was going to come to the pool, and then he, he came to the pool. Broke so. your heart because you were going to do 6K, weren't you? Oh, well, Did you do that. 6K? Oh, there was no point. He was, he was in there. He was just going so, to what's match. the lead he has on you now? Oh, he's got about. Seven points, I think. So, yeah, bit of an unassailable. Is, is, it, is it like wow? Unless it goes on, yeah, because he'll just do anything. Whatever I do, he'll do. So yeah. it's kind of, I don't want to go home in a coffin. I want to do some races this summer. Yeah, yeah. It's no excuse. I mean, I'm not going to give up. Yeah, but I'm not going to get into it. But there's no like you can't just have an amazing race here's a shit race type of thing. Yeah, well, in the races, realistically, I'm only going to take a point. Like today, I took a point out of him on the time trial. Yeah. Uh, There's not enough races In the triathlon I'd maybe take another point out of him But it's probably not going to be enough The King of the Mountains I'll probably get a couple of points on him So it'll be be close But uh, he'll do another 6k swim tomorrow I reckon You reckon? Yeah and I'm not doing a 6k swim Really? You're over it? (laughs) Yeah I may do one on Come on John for the crew I may do one on Friday Because Tara looks like she's got the glint in her eye And and I'd like to get second So Well Mark Pritchfesser Who I've nicknamed the Talonian Stallion of the camp Yeah Is uh He's brought up a very good point, John. Yes. Well, Iron Man Talk, he's our main sponsor. So I'm thinking, you don't really want to piss Albinator off. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm just thinking, he's, like Mark was saying, look, it's a business decision, Bevan. You need to have a talk to John because, <laughs> because you don't want this tension to happen between we want love in the air. He'll be disappointed if he goes home with the yellow jersey without a fight. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're just doing it for him. Yeah. That's so what I love about you, John. You're exactly. a giver. I'm a giver. You're a giver. So day five, it's been a big day. Tell us about it. So we all opened up, most people did a pretty similar thing, either a 3k swim or some people will decide to do a 6k swim, I think Melina, Albert and Tara. Um, and there was the option of going to the lake or the swimming pool, I mm-hmm. chose the lake. Mm-hmm. And then a 167 kilometre ride that a few people tacked on to what, 180, that included a ride up the Crown Range that was about a 
How far was that? About 12k, I think somebody was saying. Yeah, I didn't actually measure it. Very it was, steep. Yeah, it was a pretty tough ride. We, we basically rode uh, downhill to Cromwell, which was pretty fast. Was, people were getting it. I wasn't. I was off the back. Oh, I just <laughs> sat at the back of the fast pack. And then uh, then we did some rollers going towards Queenstown. Beautiful ride there, eh? Through the Cowra Gorge. Yeah, you got, you got the river next to you, and it's just a beautiful part of New Zealand. Uh, I looked up and Tara and I were riding together and the clouds looked like the clouds from The Simpsons. Oh. Uh, it was just one of those moments. Wow, nice. And so I shared that with her. And then uh, we all regathered at the bottom of the Crown Range and we had a time trial leaving 30 seconds apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was lucky enough to take that one out. Um, yeah, Who came second? I think you got third, didn't you? I think I got fourth in the end. Yep. Uh, I think it was me, then it Mal- was Paul. Paul and Melina, then me. Okay. Melina hurdled up past me about five minutes into it he was a minute down on me passed me put a big gap into me and then I took him in the middle but didn't quite do enough to extend it to take him down how much was the difference I think it was like 15 seconds something like that now if you ever come to New Zealand especially if you make it to the South Island and lots of people go to Queenstown you really want to bring your bike and jump up the Crown Range (laughs) it's a a tough ride but it's like one of the tough rides in New Zealand it's the first half is like you basically go really steep for a short period well for a kind of a third of it then you have a kind of a flatter section mm-hmm. and then the last third is just mammoth eh? mm-hmm. it's just there's not an easy bit and you, you think it's going to finish and you come in this corner it just keeps going eh? they had these roadworks I was pretty sure you weren't coming to the top but I thought I could see the van there Yeah. so I put on the big surge and you come around the corner and then you see you and it's a lot more to go to I thought there was but oh man it's just when I caught Albert too it's yeah, it was a tough climb. Why, why do you think you're climbing so well, having not done too much? Uh, too yeah, well, much I, I went on the slow twitch today, actually, and people were saying, oh, he's been doing secret training. I, I really don't know. I don't know. I think it's just your, your power is very good because of all the gym work you do. Yeah, yeah, you I know. think, I, I, well, to be honest, I obviously have a strong fitness background, and I did weights for years, so I've always been strong on the bike. Um, I remember when I first started training, Mark Elliott always said sit on the hills, and I think I've got good mm. technique on the hills. My fitness is pretty high, obviously. I've totally surprised myself on the camp. I didn't really, I thought it'd be a struggle fest, and while it's been tough, um, it's not what I was perceiving it to so be. So harder than, I suppose, we'll talk about camp over, it's only day five, we still got three days to go. It, it's different than last year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if it's harder. I think the weather made a factor last year. The weather's been mm. pretty good to us it's this been year. very nice. And the winds have been, like if the rides have been headwind the whole time, <laughs> You know, that would just be... I'd be crying. But yeah. this year, it, you know, the winds have been tough, but it's not like the end of the world. Yeah. Um, no, so... And then people ran either in the morning. I ran in the morning, you ran in the morning. Or yeah. off the bike tonight. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting. There's definitely some struggling happening on the camp. There's there, a lot there? of sleeping happening today. Mm, mm. I, was dry, I drove one van to the pool, and Paul Westwood was asleep in the van. Um, when I ca- I, uh, Some people only swam for an hour, and they didn't do their run in the morning. When I came back from my, um, my run, Paul Westwood was asleep on the side of the pool, <laughs> and the lifeguards were a bit concerned about him. And then there was people sleeping in the van, and uh, yeah, there's a bit of carnage going on. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting to see. I think we've got uh, the... The, the epic fatigue is, is starting to kick in. It really is. It's going to be interesting over the next couple of days, isn't it? Yeah, I think tomorrow is going to be a very difficult day, and then it's sort of, then it eases off. You know, the day after that, we isn't quite so difficult. And then the race is going to be hard, but that's only going to take half the day. And that's all it is. Um, and that's all it is. But I think tomorrow, a lot of people won't, uh, may underestimate the ride, and it's going to be very, very difficult. The weather forecast isn't, isn't great. So it's going to be interesting. Um, Honourable mention of the day has to go to. Who did Stuart. we... Is it Stuart, the Australian guy? 
No, Andrew Andrew Chernside. Oh, Chernside, sorry. Sure. Andrew Chernside is taking... Oh, so King of the Mountains flying up the hill. What happens? Handlebars come loose. Yeah. Now, most people, if you saw the crown range, you'd be thinking to yourself, holy shit, that's game over. I'm going to yeah. spit the dummy, game quarter over. day. But not Andrew. No, Andrew kept on rolling. He, Handlebars were all over the show. And he rolled up the hills. God knows how he did it. Yeah, I don't know. But he, he did get some support. But uh, it t- took him a while. He would have been riding for a good 10, 15 minutes with his handlebars all over the place. So. Uh, He'll so. take the Iron Man Talk jersey tomorrow. That's an honourable mention of the day. Other than that, we're going to get straight into interviews. I've interviewed... Um, Mark? No, um, Albert? Albert, um, Elliot, and... Someone else? See, mem- memory loss is a <laughs> start to happen. One of the problems camp. of Epic Camp. Oh, one other thing... Um, I have put up on the Epic Camp site, if you go onto my blog, which is, I haven't been doing a very good blog, it hasn't been very interesting, I don't think. But anyway. <laughs> so go read it. <laughs> but, but anyway, you don't, you don't need to read my blog, but I have put the, the points system up there, and the current points as of day four, and I'll try to keep that updated each day, so you can kind of see who's who's where. Love your work, mate. Right, here's the interviews. Right, so I have uh, Anthony DeMarco, which is Italian, which I just found out because I asked him uh, next to me here. You say, and you say it so nicely. Do I really? Do I say yes. it properly? Yeah, you do. Because I'm renowned for not saying names correctly. Oh, perfect. This yeah, is, so yeah. I'm quite proud of myself. It's like you're right Italian. Now. Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> hey, so uh, this is your first epic camp. Yep. I want to know what made you want to do it. So, uh, you know, I felt like I felt like uh, last last year I had a good season, but I wanted to, to take my uh, my training to a new level. Okay. Kind of like you know, feel a little bit more pain and. Uh, what, what's a good season? What? Why was so? Last year? So last year was my first year. I qualified. Uh, I qualified at, at Lake Placid yep. and uh, had a good race. Um, and you know, I figured like try to podium. Yep. So. Uh, so did you go to Kona? I did. I went to yep. Kona last year. And a good experience. Uh, it was yeah, a tough day, but good. Yeah. A great experience. Tough day though. Why was it a tough day? Um, you know, I think just first time being there, the nerves get you know got a little yeah. little of me. Um, so nervousness. Had a little tough time on the bike. Ended up having a, a good, you know, decent run. Felt good on the run, which was good. So, uh, you know, overall, first time there. You know, next year we'll, we'll, we'll compete. Do you find it overwhelming? You know, you go to Kona and it's kind of hard not to get overwhelmed by, you know, just that oh caliber God. of athlete. It's just so ridiculous. You, there's no one who's got an so ounce ridiculous. of body fat on the main. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. You, you feel, yeah. Especially, you know, it was a five-year, it took me five years to get there. And finally, wow. finally when I did. Well, so we'll back it up. I want to know yes. about this. So five years. Five years, I was, yeah. I was quite fortunate. My second year, first year I just wanted to finish, second year I wanted to qualify and I managed to do that. What was it like going for five years? So, yeah. So five years, you know, just got the bug, did my first triathlon. Um, and then, you know, just just worked at it every single year. Two years ago, I missed it by 90 seconds. Oh, and, really? Yeah, I had that in my head nonstop for all, you know. Really? Like, so oh, there was just constantly was, on your mind? Everything. Every every morning I had to get up for a swim, 90 seconds. Every time really? I had so a, yeah, a bike and run, 90 picture. seconds, 90 seconds, 90 seconds. So I, in a backwards type of way, it kind of helped me. Yeah. You know, it made me, I think it made me a stronger athlete. Um, and then you know the next level is like how, you know how do you podium and you know, that would be that's you know in my head I want a podium I want so a podium. just just go back to yeah. this last year when you qualified yeah um, how much did you qualify by uh, well I was tenth in my age group there was one other spot so uh, you know I did what I do at 10, 11, 10, 11, 10, 12. So, you know, I probably I probably had a few minutes to, okay. to spare, you know. So but, that guy's probably going, two minutes, two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, 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 yeah. Um, so. And so, okay, so now next year, the, the goal is now to, to get yeah. podium. And yeah. podium is top five? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, either in Arizona. Arizona's the, the A race and then uh, a backup race of Lake Placid. And so you looked at Epic Camp and you thought, this is the next level? It, and it is the next level. And so, I, yeah, originally I was like, is epic you know go to epic camp and you know take it to the next level 
being here now, yes. this is the next level. Why? Right? Because what, what, what's so next level right, about so this? Most, all right, here we go. <laughs> exactly. So most camps that I do, you go to a camp. You know, I, I usually compete fairly well amongst the other athletes yeah. here. Uh, you know, I'm the, I'm the bottom of the battle, which is fine. <laughs> no, because I mean, we were talking, at dinner yeah. and you were saying how you know normally you're one of the, you know you one of the top guys here, and you yes. go to a camp and you feel you know, and it's yeah. So what's it like? It's uh, it's humbling. Yep. It's humbling. You know, I think uh, it kind of resets your uh, expectations as far as like. You know what other people are doing, the caliber of athletes that are out there. It just, you know, it just gave me a, a new insight into, you know, into uh, into kind of where you can go. I mean, you know, there's no reason why I can't be as good as the guys here, and you know, year or two, yeah. you know, working working hard. Um, but you know, it's it's just a great experience. I mean, overall, I think, you know, for me, working out with the same two guys who I love, and you know, yeah. we continue training together. But you get you get in that comfort zone. And once you're in that comfort zone, you don't necessarily push, look. You don't. Yeah. yeah, you don't push as hard as yeah. you. Should. You know, today it's like, all right, there's you know, we're around 20 guys here, and I'm 18th and 19th. It's like, all right, let me go try to grab somebody. But you, you know, you're put, you, it makes it makes you push, and uh, you know that combined with you know just the, the sheer volume. I mean, I've never done volume like this. And so, so it's the the humbling the humbling experience. Humble pie. Um, the volume. Anything else? Yeah. So um, yeah. It's, uh, overall, it's the athletes. It's the um, you know just the the sheer volume of work that you're doing. It's the information that you're getting. You know, just the conversations, whether you're on the bike, whether you're whether you're eating dinner together, just kind of you know hearing what other guys are doing yeah. and you know what you're their training makes. Yeah, you're living it. You're living it. And um, I've you know I've I've trained pretty consistently. Probably, you know, last four or five years. This you know takes it to a new level. And just hearing what other people are doing, it just you know. It's just, it's all good. Are you surprising yourself? Today I surprised myself for the first time. Really? And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was day one was just a complete struggle. Day two, more the same. Uh, I woke up today. I don't even know what day it is. Day four? Yeah, uh, five. Day five. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I woke up today and um, I was like, I don't know if I, I don't know how, how I'm going to get through the really? day. I don't yeah. know how I'm going to get through the day. And I said, let me just take it one step at a time. You know, we got in the water this morning. You know, ready for this big climb. We had the time trial today, yeah. and uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to finish it. And I, I, you know, I, had a, I felt great on the bike all day. Felt really? Really, really, really good on the bike all day. So I was biking really, really well. So you know, and you found the climb because we did. Uh, mm-hmm. We probably talked earlier in the show about this, but we did the Cram Range, probably one of the tougher climbs around. Had yeah. to find it. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but my, my goal for today was, uh, you know, take the climb. You know, go get up, get up, get up there, and then you know. Pushed the last forty k and and and, that, and it worked out well. I felt solid the entire day. So what is your strategy? You know, you wake up in the morning. You you know, done five days. You know, three of those days you've done nearly two hundred k's or three to more than two hundred k's. Yep. Uh, you know, today is still one seventy. You know, what's your strategy to get you through the day mentally? Yep. So um, I came up with a saying, and uh, it's basically "what up." And any any single time something negative comes in my head, I just say "what up" and, and to, to really put it out of my head. And I must have said that like thirty times today, wow. but it worked every single time. You know, oh my god, this is tough. What up? I just rid, wow. rid. You know, I don't know why. What up? No, but, but it seems to work for you. It, it, it was just you know, I needed, I needed something, especially after day one and day two, because it was just so difficult. I, I I was like, I can't go through this camp and constantly think this is hard. I got to get I got to get past that. So today it was just you know any single t- negative thought get, I got it out of my head as quickly as possible, put my head down and. What's, and what was drove. the hardest moment to date on the camp? Uh, the hardest moment to date on the camp um, for me was probably the time trial on day one. Yeah, it was just that was brutal. It was you know headwind, first day after those two big climbs, yeah. and then uh, you know and then to hit that time trial. I'm like, oh, this is, you guys are crazy. <laughs> I mean, absolutely crazy. So. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, I, I said, all right, let me just get through this thing. And that whole, I mean, I suffered that entire, I don't know how long it took me, an hour plus, but I suffered that entire ride. Yeah. And then I got lost going back to the hotel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, exactly, exactly. So. Um, so what do you think you're going to learn a bit from an Ironman race going, you know, from this race, from Epic Camp going into racing? What do you think you really gain? Well, perception of what is difficult has completely been changed. Really? A- absolutely been changed. I, how, how long did we ride today? I don't even know. Uh, I don't know. Was, I'm not, I'm not yeah, I don't know. We, 100 <laughs> miles or whatever. Yeah, whatever. So it was 170k, um, which I don't know. That is miles. Yeah. So but that was pretty tough. 170. Right, yeah, it was a, a tough 170k. I mean, we were on the bike for, I don't know, six hours, yeah, whatever yeah, we were. Probably more, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, so I, don't, I lost track of time. So the perception of you know what we did today compared to an, even an Ironman race it, like already, that's you know that's changing. No, no, no. Ironman race is always going to be tough. You have the competition. You yeah. have the, the you know the uh, the butterfly gut, nervousness, all that stuff. Mm. But you know, kind of going through this each and every day, your perception of what is hard absolutely changes. Yeah. So it's it's completely. And there's a new level of fatigue going into it, isn't it? Oh my god! <laughs> I can't even walk. It's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. How are you finding the running? Uh, it's a you know it's it's a run shuffle. Well, yeah. I did. I know we had the ten the ten k yesterday, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I, I actually I ran I ran fairly well, surprisingly. And you know I think it's another thing that comes out of this this camp is you you, you constantly surprise yourself. So we have a ten k yesterday. We line up, and I'm like, all right, just do my best here. And you know I ran a forty one, which is not stellar, but it's it's decent. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, a decent it's, decent yeah. time, especially and, what, considering what we've done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. you know I, I went into that. Just, What'd you predict? 50 oh did you <laughs> yeah so yeah it was way off from the prediction but uh, but uh, yeah it was good you know so running running's going well and so your next race is Arizona Arizona and then you're going to do uh, so hopefully Arizona Hawaii okay so if you qualify there you'll do Hawaii and if not you'll try again in Lake Placid okay but exactly. if you get a podium you should qualify yeah oh yeah there you go there you go that's the goal I mean the goal is to, to get the podium so now that you've you know how long was it before you, like, how long were you thinking about doing Epic Camp I've been thinking about this for two years and finally pulled the trigger. Now, oh, oh, by the way, oh, it's your yeah. birthday today. Happy yes, birthday. thank you. Thank 30, you very much. And, and you conned the wife, basically. I did, I, so the birthday gift was Epic Camp. Really? So, yeah. So I it's have, a crazy yeah, gift. Exa- <laughs> exactly. You could be having a piss up right now. Right. And- well, I have, a, I have a wife. I have two children. And, you know, to be away, you know. So I said, you know, this is what I want to do. And she, and she, she you know, fully supports me. So would so. you recommend it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. But I think it depends on what you what you want to accomplish. Yeah. Um, for me, it was you know taking my Ironman um, uh, athleticism to yeah. the next level. And if 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 there's people out there who want to do the same thing, uh, and you really want to test yourself, this is this is the place to do it. Yeah, there's no there's absolutely no doubt. I mean, and I've done a ton of training camps over the years. Do you and do the, a lot of camps? Do you? Oh yeah, I've done a ton, a ton of camps, and those camps are all great. Yeah, totally. This this camp, I think, from a volume perspective the people it's just it's just a, it's a different it's a different caliber it was interesting we were talking to we were just having a bit of yarn at dinner time and someone was mentioning that you know you could do a TV program like Survivor on it and, oh, yeah. and I was commenting that, well you can't really because in Survivor uh, it's all about the drama of the relationships but right. it doesn't seem to be that you know it's, it's a really good kind of feel. everybody's getting along everybody gets along everybody's willing to give information yeah. you know it's like people so you know coming back on that last 40k everybody's tired you know I hooked up with Clive and you know we're just rotating yeah. you know we didn't say a word to each other but we're yeah. just you know kind of rotating the front to just to get home and you know that's that's just one example of, of kind of like people just you know giving giving information you know people short on water to, it, was, it was it was good yeah it's, it's, it's good great people and uh yeah there's no, there's no drama which is great you know well there is some drama 
Yeah. And the drama is how fast you can get up time trials the hell, right? But uh, but other than that, were you happy with time trial? What's that? Were you happy with your time uh, Yeah, I was. I was happy. I, was I happy thought you were pretty strong. Yeah, I was, yeah. it wasn't wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah, the boys so. are the boys are flying up the hills. Yeah, there you go. Hey, well, thanks for your time, mate. Good no luck for problem. the good luck for your your qualification and your, and your po- you. um, podium position. We'll be looking out for you. And uh, for the rest of the camp, how are you feeling about the next? We've got three more days. Three, me. More, three more days. I'm ready to roll. Let's yep. make it happen. Big day tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, you're gonna smack it in the last day triathlon. Um, we're gonna try. We're gonna try. Yeah, Love your week, mate. Love your week. <laughs> well, thanks, Anthony, and uh, we'll catch up later. Thanks. Cool. Next to me, we've got uh, Elliot Drake, and, and we're, a few people call him Reno because he's from Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada, and uh, and uh, he's the first time on Epic Camp. But before we start, now one thing that's quite hard on Epic Camp, it can get a little bit hard to sleep at night. And uh, where we're staying right now is a beautiful place. It's called the Lookout Lodge, and it's a sensational way. It's, it's, oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, here. beautiful spot. And um, can I just get me for a little bit? Just uh, yep, yep. yep. Um, and uh, and so at night time, you know, you sometimes get into sleep's a bit of a struggle. But I hear you're the phantometer of the camp. Well, I mean, sometimes a kid gets hungry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Some of the rumors about eating crackers all night long are entirely unsubstantiated. Really? Because you know what? Maybe it's not the eating. Maybe it's the crackers that you're eating. That, that, that the cracker thing was a one-time deal. I was onto the cereal bars last night. I had two of them in the middle of the night. <laughs> kid's got to get his calories. How are you uh, finding? How are you finding it? So you know, like, how are you finding the eating factor in this camp? Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things about this is that nobody here looks at me funny when I eat. Yeah, and, yeah, because we're all the same. Yeah, back in the real world, uh, people oh, they just don't understand. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're uh, like-minded individuals. Because you're just constantly eating, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you don't feel bad about it. Yeah, I, I think one of the uh, the first entries I'm going to do on my blog about Epic yep. Camp is uh, a day in the life of eating at oh, Epic Camp yeah. and kind of lay it out. Do, do you find, yeah. you, you know, because, you know, like I was watching, you had a huge dinner, and then after dinner, you're like, it's not wrong eating. <laughs> you're, you're pulling it out. Do you find, uh, do, do you find you still get hungry? Yeah. 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 I'm pretty much perennially starving. Yeah, we're kind of like, like animals trying to find food, eh? We're just oh, always yeah. trying to, and there's plenty of food, but it's... Okay, great. So, uh, Epic Camp, what made you decide to do it? Uh, it was a good opportunity. I'm, I'm living in New Zealand right now for a few months, and yeah. the chance to uh, come rough it up with all yeah. all these guys was an opportunity I couldn't really pass up, and I'd, I'm kind of a fan of doing impulsive and reckless and heinous things to nice. myself, and this yep. is right up that alley. So And it's living up to are. the expectation? <laughs> and then some. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I've been noticing your riding, you know, on the first, like, how was it, not yesterday, because you said it's easy day, the day before that when we were doing um, Linda's Pass, you know, you, your riding seems to come on even over the last three or four days. Have you noticed the physical effect? Yeah, my uh, my body always responds really well to, uh, to lots of things, yeah. so just kicking it for a few days will yeah. kind of get it up to speed. And So now we're at day five, how are you, how are you finding it on the body? Uh, everything's holding up pretty well. My there, there's no kick left. Really, uh, the, no uh, sudden attacks or accelerations. At, yeah. at least today, I hope I can get some of those back. But uh, everything's holding up pretty well. I'm surprised. I figured I'd be hurting a lot more than. Yeah, than well, that's, that's really. So. so you surprised by that? Yeah. Well, I'm still one of the young guys. So yeah. Well, how old are you, Alec? Twenty-eight. Oh, you were young in our sport, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Other sports were like old fish, but they were young. <laughs> hey, um, so you live in Queenstown. Yep. Have you actually ridden, we did a time trial today, Crown Rangers. Have you ridden that before? I had ridden that once. Yeah. And uh, 
I, I'm not entirely sure that knowing what we had in store was a good thing. Yeah. I almost would have liked to roll into it without having any Oh, idea. really? So was uh, it? Uh, just because I knew how much it was going to hurt. Oh, okay. So. Did uh, you find the time trial factor pushed you harder? You know, the... I'd actually only done the ride once before. Yeah. And I didn't TT it, but yeah. I rode hard. I was also fresh when I rode it. Yeah. And my, uh, I was only one minute slower than I was today. So wow. I guess uh, the, then, hard, that's, the hard effort of the TT offset being fresh. Yeah. And, See, it's pretty amazing, really, when you think about it, because, you know, like over the last what, four or five days, we've ridden nearly 800 Ks. Yeah. You know, and to still be one minute faster than <laughs> on a fresh day. Yeah. It's pretty impressive, eh? Yeah, I was quite surprised, actually. I. I was prepared to see a big number when I came across the line. So how are you finding the camp mentally? Are you finding it tough? You know, uh, not really. Wow, why? I've, uh, well, as I've come along in this sport, I've found that my biggest biggest gains come in my head. Yep. And not necessarily in my body, so I'm... uh, I consider myself pretty well prepared for it yep. in the mental aspect, nice. probably more so than the physical aspect. Because yep. I'm I'm not one of the big guns out there by by any stretch of the imagination. But if I can uh, keep my head in the right place, then yep. anything's possible. So, have you had any moments like? Did you have a hardest moment on the camp? Ah. Uh, hmm. Not not yet. Great. Not yet. Great. I imagine there will be a couple. I've got an idea of what's in store the next few days. What are you hoping to get from the camp, benefits-wise? Well, I'm uh, I'm racing Ironman New Zealand in four weeks, so this is definitely focused prep for me. Mm. Um, but beyond goal going into that, sorry, the goal going into that. Uh, haven't set the goal yet. Okay, cool. I I'm kind of delaying that until after camp to okay, see, see uh, how well I respond. Yeah. yeah. Um, but beyond preparing for the race, this is one of those uh, things where I'm just finding out what I'm capable of. And, yeah. And those are healthy things to do to ourselves. It's a funny thing about Epic Camp because it's, um, it's you know, it's such a crazy kind of thing. And, you know, we, we, we're such focused as athletes on an Ironman event. And for me this year, I'm not really focused on that. I'm going to be looking to do rope later in the year, but this is kind of like really early season training for me. But I'm really just treating this as the challenge, and it's quite yeah. nice to be treating it that way, and uh, it's a different experience for that reason. Um, so how many races have you done previously? Um, I've actually only done one Ironman race, and that was just about three months ago. Yeah. So, oh, really? Um, yeah, I'm... And I'm really well, you did, you did Silverman, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, no. Tell us about that race. Oh, it's uh, an absolute monster of a course. Really? Um, both the bike and the run are just almost devilish in, really? in the difficulty, but the, the setting is just out of this world, and the race production is the best of any race I've ever been to. Definitely a challenging day. So, so why, why is it so well run? Well, it's a it's a small event, and just the coordination and the uh, the number of volunteers and the commitment of everybody who does the race. Yeah. I mean, that shout out to uh, the race director Frank Lowry and yeah. his yeah, wife. Yeah, because we hear a lot of good stuff about Frank. Yeah, yeah, they just go the extra mile. They really? they understand what it takes to make a good race, yeah. and they do it now. Um, it inspired over. me it made me think of it because I was talking to Scott on the bike today and he goes you know what you need to do Bevan you need to choose hard races <laughs> you're tough and you need hard races and the way you climb you need hard races I'm thinking oh Silverman it could work for me <laughs> oh yeah it, it's a 
hugely challenging race, really? but so rewarding. I mean, the just an amazing, amazing race. I'd do it again in a second. So, wow. Yeah. So, so your race plan for the year going forward from here, New Zealand? Well, New Zealand, and then uh, kind of take it as it comes that since I've been up in the Northern Hemisphere, I've been on a pretty long season already. Mm, true. So it might be time for a little bit of a break after New Zealand. Mm. And, um, we'll see. No. I'm renowned for my haircut, but you've taken out the haircut with care. <laughs> you know, the, I've, gone, I've gone for the preppy, you know, you know, young kind of seventeen-year-old look, and you pulled out the mohawk, mate. Well, you know, th- this is New Zealand, mate. <laughs> it's an island, and can get away with things here that we can't necessarily get away with in the uh, in the real world. So hey, why not? Yeah, Just I'm do loving it, mate. It's, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, and so, um, what was I say? Are you like, support crew and stuff on the camp? You happy with all that stuff? And you, oh yeah. Like, okay, you happy with what you know? It's, it's not a cheap camp to do. Yeah. Are you happy with what you've got from it? So far, absolutely. Yeah. Really? I mean, the just the chance to uh, to be out there with the caliber of athletes that we have here, uh, present company included. Oh, I love you, long it, time. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, is an opportunity that many people don't get, and you know that's worth its weight in gold right there. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm having a blast. And Are you trying to feed off, like, you know, the Johns and the Gordos and the Scots? You're trying to get lots of information yeah, out of them? Yeah, you know, just the opportunity to get a little one-on-one time with them and bounce yeah. ideas off them and yeah. then have them go and absolutely crush me yeah. on, on the Isn't course. Isn't Scott impressive? Oh, Melina, yeah. hey, he just I was talking to him today after a ride and I was just giving him a compliment because the guys, I think he's 50 now, and the guy's still an animal, eh? Yep, absolute yeah. animal. You know, it just, it just, it just amazes me. You know, like I, I won the time trial today, and I think I only beat Scott by about four minutes. You know, yep. you know, like it keeps you in perspective, doesn't it? You know, yep. so, uh, says something for all that experience. Yeah, and yeah. as Gordo was saying later on, he was saying, imagine what Scott was like when he was thirty-three. You know, oh, in yep. his prime. It's, uh, it's definitely pretty phenomenal. Hey, well, um, good luck for the rest of the camp. Are you looking forward to the next couple of days? Yes, I am. We're, uh, now, you actually know the ride tomorrow, is it, we're doing that one? Yep. I, tell us about it. Well, we're uh, headed back over the Crown Range today, the easy way, relatively. But it's still tough, eh, because you're oh, climbing. still climb tough, yep. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, and then out to Glenorchy and back, which... See, Queenstown and Glenorchy are both at lake level, so you'd think it'd be an easy ride, but yeah. it's really, really not really? an easy ride. So why? What's so tough about it? Uh, it's Kiwi rolling. Kiwi rolling, eh? Yeah. Good old Kiwi, eh? <laughs> and then, like uh, a Kiwi 600, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next two days, we're climbing up to uh, Coronet Peak, which is also... Have a, you climbed that before? Oh, yeah. And is it tough? Oh, yeah. Really? How long is it? Uh, it's 8K. Oh, really? But tough, 8K. And it's, uh, well... For me, it's about a 45, 43, 45-minute 8K. Really? No. Wow. It's little gear, little, little gear work Just all the way up. Because yep. wow. um, this is like your hood at the moment, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Living in Queenstown, we're heading into uh, my stomping grounds tomorrow, so nice. it'll be fun. No. Nice. Drag you guys out on the town and oh, get mate, some good feed. Dangerous, eh? Hey, well, thanks for your time, Elliot. Uh, good luck for the New Zealand. We'll be looking out for you. And um, good luck for your prep for that. I hope you kind of do the right things and you kick butt in New Zealand. And uh, look forward to seeing your progress for the rest of the year, mate. Yeah, cool. Thanks for your time. All right, mate. cheers. So next to me, I have one of the legends of Ironman Talk. One of the guys who probably gets mentioned on the show the most is the Albinator, or Albert Boyce, from Coffees of Hawaii. And uh, he's, he's been a bit of a dark horse on the camp, but suddenly he's wearing yellow and... He's looking a bit fatigued for it. How you feeling, mate? Oh, Bev, I'm pretty tired. Really? Finished uh, my run about an hour ago. Yeah. So I struggle you... to devour as much food and nutrition as I can now before uh, going so what have to you bed done about today? night. Uh, it's been a long, <laughs> a long day. <laughs> we went to the pool at 
uh, what six thirty or so. Yep. And uh, we did the bonus, <coughs> the bonus set at ten two hundreds on three. Yep. And then uh, swam another three thousand meters to get six thousand meters to get a few points for that. And yeah. Then we did the ride. Which so what is it? You did six thousand meters in the water. Total. Yep. And including that, including that bonus set. Yep. And I did eleven thousand. Yeah, eleven thousand yesterday. So my arms are a little 11, tired. Eleven thousand in the water yesterday. Yeah. Because did the did the the and you did time the, trial. T- yeah. And then uh, in the afternoon I did six k. And you did it in and one of the set, sets again, didn't you? One of the sets again. The IMC. So, yeah. So I'm just. I'm harvesting the the swim points available for us swimmers. We got to take advantage of them. Yep. So, and then today the ride, uh, I just I uh, plugged in my iPod and just tried to zone out until the base of the climb, and yep. it seemed like it took us quite a while to yep. get to the. Yeah, I don't know how many k to get to the base. Those rolling his eye. killer. Oh, and then the time trial up the Crown Range was about what I expected it would be, and it, it actually was okay. I um, strategized and took a couple water bottles off my bike yeah. and took off my bike pump and yeah. my tool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I probably took five you pounds. Probably, it made a difference, too, because I think it was steep. Definitely. I took five or six pounds off my bike, and then um, I was able to catch Douglas, who's a you know definite climber, a yeah, uh, he was maybe I think at one thirty or so ahead of me. Caught him early on, and he's a fighter, so we just really fought just the whole way up. And wow. So that was great. So every time I'd back off, he'd attack, and and then every time he would back off, I'd attack. So that that kept us a good steady pace the whole way. So I was able to, um, you know, keep my heart rate between one fifty and one sixty. With this stage in the camp is 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 pretty miraculous because it's depressed uh very low yeah, levels just yeah. from fatigue so it was it was a good climb but it was it was a hard and then you came down climb, the other side and it came down the other side but apparently when you came down the other side mate you were smacking it to catch us up you thought you were, i thought you would have taken it easy they were saying oh no, no well then yeah eventually <laughs> <laughs> we could see you guys in the distance i thought well if they're that close we might as well bridge up so yeah, yeah we um me and who's one of the staff guys i can't um, remember chris mccarthy chris yeah so we uh managed to bridge up to you at which point i just sat up for the rest of the ride <laughs> take up to 180 you know well, then that's the problem in these days is, is i was telling somebody you have a parallel universe of of two different times time frames one is the time frame within a day where the day just flies by there's there's no time for anything mm. And then the other parallel is just the time within the camp where I just want the camp to desperately be over, and it's yeah. only Thursday. Yeah, yeah, you still got three more days to go. So, so um, and then got off your bike and did had, an, had an ice cream, and then did, tacked on, and real, <clears throat> you know, I, but you have to watch the clock, and so I barely had enough time to tack on and then jump off, and my shoes were down at the base yeah. of the gravel road here, which you have to climb up to get to the yeah, lodge. Yeah, like insult to injury. Exactly, and uh, so we're able to bang out a fifty-minute run and then come back, take a shower, and eat five thousand calories as quickly as I can. Yeah. So, so you've kind of got caught up in the yellow jersey what's it like what's it like being where you are right now because you know like you know so for the listeners we're doing big yards every day you know your minimal days probably eight hours everyone's doing it and albert's just you know going more towards 11 hours a day um what's that motivation like what's you know what well, you're at right now i I, th- I mean i think this is realistically probably the last opportunity for me to do this camp for a few years just yep. because of family and motivation and everything else so you know first year i was a novice and with hardcore pros like Colossus, yeah. there's no yeah. don't waste your time. Yeah. 
Um, last year I showed up a day late, so I or I showed up. I missed the swim time. I was out of it before I even yep. knew what was going on. So I was probably for my own, you know, good as well. And I think this year, I mean, I just I'm just doing my thing. But I recognize um, an opportunity before you know. I think before the camp, and you know, this is a parallel for racing and you know recognizing what your strengths are in a race, things like that. I mean, I could see that you know there are lots of events, and I like I like doing events yep. versus just tacking on you know mind numbing. Kilometers yeah, was, yeah. and um, and and there was going to be a lot of swim events, so swim and run events, and I, I like to do both of those. So just make the most of the opportunity and um, see what comes of it. So what are you learning about yourself through this? Because this is obviously the probably the hardest you've ever gone, is it? Uh, um, yeah, I think so. I think every. Uh, Every, every year you, you go through all sorts of emotions on this camp. I mean, I came into this camp with my least bike fitness probably in two years. Just yeah. the weather's been not good in Northern California. And so I hadn't done more than a three-hour ride since Kona. And, <laughs> you know, that's a distant memory now. But the first, you know, couple of days, definitely suffering. Um, but you just, it's, it's, you go through mental highs and lows and it's, you know, sort of a parallel to a race where you just have to get through the lows and, and, and stabilize and the highs will come again. Yep. How do you think you'll get this next, uh, through the next three days? <laughs> one step at a time. Really? One, one pedal stroke at a time. I think, I think tomorrow's ride is, you know, given what the weather looks like it's going to be doing, it's going to be a long, long day and yep. potentially a long, wet, windy day, so... Just try to get through it. I have no idea what sort of points. You know, there's probably a KOM somewhere. I don't know if there's any events or not. No, I don't think there's. So no, they're making uh, a mountain, but no. Yeah, so hopefully uh, just get through it, and then only two more days after that. And you have got a bit of a cushion. In I don't know, do I? I don't think you're like a five-point lead or a six-point lead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, interesting from the outside, us watching you, because you're at that point where you're just absolutely killing yourself. And, uh, you know, like, we're all working at that level ourselves, but, uh, you know, like, to win the jersey, you've really got to earn it, don't you? No, it is. I mean, you clearly recognize a camp like this. I mean, there are people that that are silently, you know, everybody here is very competitive. I mean, mm. it's just our nature. And uh, so today was a funny example. We, you know, bike up to the dirt road, and I, we, we went up and down the road to uh, – Tick to on. tack on and start right to the end of the road and look who's there there's John Newsom coming <laughs> <Yeah>. back <laughs> I think he's a bit chagrined to see me <laughs> so he glared at me as I went by <laughs> we did that a few times and <laughs> uh, so no every, you know yeah, that's what's fun I mean is to do anything here you have to earn it there's clearly no coasting or taking it easy no. so it's it's fun to try to have your game on for eight days in some ways it's it's harder than i think it's harder than a are you concerned about blowing up for the year no i've i've actually done a lot of thinking on this camp and you know emotionally you're pretty drained and depressed right now but i i think i'm gonna probably back off this year more than i have in the past i think just post um, camp you mean post camp i think i'm gonna shut down some races that i was planning to do and just try to spend more time with family and just recuperate because i am a bit concerned you know mentally and family wise about just this is my you know fifth year of just sort of you know thrashing away non-stop and yeah. and it's hard i mean it's hard for my family and it's hard for my wife and and it's it's mentally i think you know physically i'm fine but mentally it's it's just it's taxing to just try to juggle work and family non-stop yeah. i just I, I don't really have a spare second 
We were talking about that the other day, how like in your diary, it's minute to minute, isn't it? It's like pretty much, yeah. and um, I mean, I I enjoy that, but I I am I'm not a breaking point, but I'm I'm trying, I think, uh, to create a positive strategy where you know when I turn 45, I can I I can be motivated, really fired up, and try to get good results when I'm 45. Versus I'm scared if I just sort of thrash through another couple of years here by the time I get there I'm just going to you know really be mentally fried so yeah. um you know in some ways maybe this camp is is my big race for the year and I, I could be totally fine with that mm-hmm. it's interesting I was just saying to um Elliot before it's kind of like for me I am aiming towards road but you know at this moment of time this is kind of my event yeah. I kind of looked at this as yeah. this and uh, yeah, I mean it's like an eight-day Ironman so yeah yeah and, you know, and you know, and that's like as I was saying, you you know, you, you take the yellow, mate. You've earned that more than probably an Ironman finish, or easily way more well, than an Ironman finish. Like it's, it's you know, I'm taking as day as it come, but in you know, a day as it comes, but it's yeah, it's it's it. Um, there, there's been a lot of satisfying uh, um, moments in this camp, so that's mm. that's good. You know, versus comparing some you know Ironman races the last couple of years where there haven't been a, you know. Yep. At the end, of, at the end of the day, there hasn't been a very satisfying moment. I mm. mean, it's you know, it's it's an accomplishment and it's fun to to do, yeah, but it, but it didn't. It, I didn't get to where I wanted to get. So that's mm. year after year. That's tough. Yeah. Just quickly, um, you've got your message coming up, but how's the business going? Coffees of Hawaii, we've been having on the camp, we've very been lapping good. it up. Very good. I've actually stayed away from it for most of the time because I'm definitely afraid of uh, being able to get to sleep at night. So oh, I, I have my my rule of no caffeine after noon for me. But, oh really? But the uh, business is going well. Yeah, it's going very well. We appreciate uh, <clears throat> all that you do, and we're making good progress with the brand. We just har- we just um, we're starting to mill our harvest from last year, and we have really good quality samples thus far. So we're excited about the new product, which um, we'll probably be starting to um, roast in the next uh, thirty days or so. That's so, exciting. Yeah. I, I just quick laugh. I was out there last night. You had some beans out, and I actually ate some just for the memory. There, so. there you go. <laughs> there we go. So. How well did you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I said well last night, but the night before that I had quite a bit of coffee and yeah. I struggled. So, yes. yeah, I might go to your 12 o'clock theory, yes, at least on go. this camp. Hey, well, thanks for your time, mate. Get on the beer. Good luck for the rest of the camp. I really hope you get it because, you know, you've worked really hard. And right. uh, thanks for your support of the show too, mate. All right. Thanks, Bevan. Cool, Take man. it easy. Bye. That's day five finished on Epic Camp. And what's up tomorrow? We're doing... The, we're tomorrow, we're doing pretty similar day to today. We're going to swim in around in the morning and then a 180k ride from Wanaka to... Queenstown, which is about 90 kilometers over the Crown Range, which is going to be pretty tough. Interesting. Yep. And then uh, we roll into Queenstown, and then we go from Queenstown to Glenorchy and back, which is very difficult. Tomorrow's going to be a really interesting day because we stop in Queenstown at the place we're staying at. <laughs> and some people, like Rob Chance, now yeah. today, you know what? If, if he'd stopped at the place, I don't think he would have gone on because he's he's on he's on the edge at the moment, isn't he? And we had to first of all push him to get out, and then he's he got to the bottom of Crown Ridge. He's like, I'm not doing it. You know, I don't want to do it. I'm tired. And it's like, <laughs> okay. come on, mate, just start it, just start it. And he did it. And he's like, good on him, man, because he's obviously pushing himself to the limit. And he yeah. came and said to me afterwards. That is the hardest day's training I have ever done. But the ironic thing was, he said that to me two days ago. So, <laughs> so the guy is—he's living on the edge right now. But you know, it'll be interesting tomorrow when we get to that. If you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. space. So there you right. go. So we're gonna have a shout out to you guys tomorrow, and we're getting lots of emails saying how you guys are enjoying it. We did get an email from Peter Cousins asking about the food on the camp, and we may cover that tomorrow. Have a bit oh. of a talk about you know the food, amount people are taking, what we're eating. I have to say the. <laughs> quality of the food goes downhill after about three or four days. You reckon? I mean, not the quality that is prepared in the evenings, but yeah. we have 
you know, people will start snacking on chips and oh, is it okay? What they care about eating, yeah, yeah. Oh, the quality of food, the quality of food is fantastic, but people's personal standards start slipping. Yeah, because I know shooting a few pies today, mate. I had a nice steak and cheese one down in Wanaka. I'm a fitness professional. I went for ice cream. Right, mate. So what is it? It's Iron Rust. Iron Men don't train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha.